Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Other people's relationships. We're going to put you on blast. We're talking about you right now. No. Um, <laughs> you, the listener, not I'm talking to Jill. I'm talking to you, the listener. We wanted to talk about uh, a couple things with other people's relationships. Like one, it's sometimes weird when you don't know one of your best friend's partners. So we went to a wedding in January. Jeff was in this wedding. It was a, f- a friend of his, one of his best friends. And the dude was getting married and he just met this girl during quarantine. Really short relationship. And got married and he was just like, it's so weird. I don't know his wife. And so we're at this wedding and he's just like, he just felt so weird about it. Like, not that he should have a say, but you kind of feel like, you know, you should have a say in your best friend's wife. Or I husband. mean, should you though? <laughs> I mean, should I guess you? that's the big question. Well, that is the thing. It's, it is just a weird feeling. It's like, we know that it's none of our business and it shouldn't matter, but also we feel like it should matter. Right. Well, because we want their best interest at heart, right? So we're like, let me make sure I approve because we know that our friends have high worth. So let's make sure this person is worthy of our friend. You know, it's, I think it's going to be more and more common. And similarly, one of my best friends um, just got married and he's known this woman for a long time. And ironically, they were actually engaged 10 years ago and then they broke off their engagement and then they were kind of just off and on chatting, go, but, but would go years without talking. Yeah. And then they just sort of rekindled things about, um, like I guess almost two years ago now, um, but she lives on the other side of the country. And so they made the decision for him to move out there and they got married. And it was very like, it was long, but it was fast mm-hmm. at the same time because they've known each other forever. Um, and he just decided like, this is the woman for me and she's great and we have fun, but I've never met her. And this is one of my very best friends here in LA. Yeah. And, but I know from him how amazing she is. And I was like, okay, that has to be kind of enough for me, yeah. you know, and I've seen him go through a lot of different dating scenarios and, you know, other long-term relationships. And I've been that like, literally he stayed on my couch when him and his last long-term relationship broke up. So for me, I was, I just want his best, I have his best interest at heart. Like that's my intention. So, but it is weird to be like, I mean, I'm like commenting on his Instagram photos. Like, I'm so happy for you guys. I mean, well, I've like never met her. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she's great. And that's really the only storyline that I have and that I need. Yeah. I I mean, ultimately it is that I know Jeff felt that way about his friends. Like she must be great, but it just, it feels, it just felt weird, you know, being part of it and going, I don't know her at all. So I don't have any stories to add. And you're at a wedding where people are just sharing that kind of stuff and memories. And you're like, I just know the guy over here and you guys seem like you like each other. Obviously you're getting married, but yeah. And then there's, okay. So then there's the other side of you do know the person, but what if you know something shady or you just don't, or you just don't think that they're worthy of your friend, right? You just go, you know, this person's fine. Yeah. You know, we always say that they're fine. They're fine. (laughs) That's like the worst insult. (laughs) They're fine. Yeah. She's fine. But it's just like, (laughs) They could do better. Right, right. Right. It's fine, but they could do better. That's how we see it. Yes. And obviously that's not their narrative because right. they're going, this person is amazing. Yeah. I love this person. I'm having a life. I'm creating a life with this person. Right. So it's not that there's any, I mean, that's a whole separate conversation if you know something. I think we've actually talked about that where mm-hmm. like, you know that your, you know, your friend's partner is doing something shady. Do you bring it up? Yes or no? I think it depends on like the closeness of the relationship mm-hmm. and also have that conversation with your friends. I'm talking about the person's fine. 
Yeah. But you're like, but they could do so much better. Or what if they're not fine, but it's not, they're not doing something shady. They're just not treating your Mm. friend well. You're like, it's borderline abusive or it's not respectful. And you're like, what do, do I say anything? Do I not say anything? Do they must know or do they not know? And, and this is the weird thing is, you know, if you say something to your friend or maybe it's a family member, then, then you risk that somehow you might be kind of pushed away totally. because, you know, I always think, I always think about this, you know, let's say just, uh, like family I've had, you know, my brother and, um, his wife early on, there were some fights with my parents and her, and his wife. And so it was a weird position for my brother to be in the middle because even if my parents were right, he had to take the side of his wife because that's his wife. So there's always a weird thing of if you're a best friend and then there's a partner and they're living together or married or something like that, it's like, well, you kind of have to take the side of the person who's living like you, it puts your friend in a weird position. So then you start feeling like, do I have to take sides and it can just throw off the whole dynamic. So you're like, do I even say anything or do I just keep my mouth shut or do I distance myself or do I drop hints? So it just makes a, for a very, I don't know, a very complicated dynamic. It does. And then I always just go back to like high level. Is it my business? This mm-hmm. is what the hardest thing is. And especially like if, if you feel like the per, like you, there's an element of abuse or even just like verbal abuse or just not like disrespect, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, ah, but it's not even that they could do better. Obviously that's who they think they can get, right? Yeah. They've made that choice, but you just want them to be treated better because you love them and you want to treat them with, you want to see those other people in their life treating them with respect. And that's, that is hard. I think that my sort of high level view is to, I mean, I guess it depends on the relationship, but yeah. I think I would keep my mouth shut, mm-hmm. you know, or I would just bring it up and be, and maybe something that I noticed, I would be like, Oh, that's so interesting. Does he, you know, does he do that often? Mm-hmm. Or I might just like off the cuff instead of being like, that's fucked up behavior and pointed out. I might just say, that's like, how often do you guys fight about that? Is that a thing in your relationship? You know, yeah. maybe if you're close enough to someone, you can say that. And then, you know, are you okay with that? Or are you okay in general? You know, I'm, I'm, like you don't have to say I'm seeing this behavior. Like you're not the mom. Yeah. But you can say like, are you okay? Like, how Do you are... need anything? Yeah. Yeah. Even that kind of stuff, you know, just giving them even just an open instead of accusing. Yeah. Like, and being like, you would do better. Like that is never well received. Right. Sure. And they're always going to take the side of their partner. Yeah. Um, but if you have an open-ended discussion or like an open-ended question just about how they're doing mm-hmm. and not even make it about the partner, mm-hmm. that might be a little bit of a lower barrier to entry yeah. for that conversation. I, I like that. And sometimes I think, you know, we may just see a snapshot of a relationship. So maybe we're in the middle of a fight and we didn't know like what sparked that and what's really going on behind the scenes. Um, and it could be just a moment in time. I mean, let's be honest. We all have moments in time in our relationships where it's like, if somebody yep. saw this right now, they'd be like, you guys <laughs> Why are should, those two together. Yeah. Yep. Like y'all should, I don't know, break up right now totally. or something. Yep. And, and you know, I, I know you and I talked about this. There were times where like my mom was yelling at my dad for something and it seemed really small. And I was like, mom, why are you treating him like that? And she's just like, you don't know what he's done, you know? And it was like, she was punishing him for stuff in the past, but it seemed like in the, in the moment it was something really small. So we never know, you know, maybe you see somebody getting yelled at for, I don't know, leaving the laundry out or something. And there seemed to be overreacting, but 
you found out just earlier they had like I don't know gambled their entire retirement so they're just being yep you know they're being screamed out for something else so we don't always know the entire story and so that's why it is tricky to even make some kind of statement or accusation or judgment and so I agree with you you know just being like hey are you okay is there anything you need and just leaving it open-ended could be the best way but it is tricky it's hard when you see somebody that you love just not being treated the best or you know, either feel like you could, they could do better or something just seems off or maybe they don't seem happy. You know, you're like, you know, you don't seem really like yourself and maybe it's due to the relationship, but I'd say in that place, you don't necessarily want to blame it on the relationship. You can just say, Hey, I just noticed you don't seem like yourself or you haven't seemed really happy lately. Yeah. Make it about your friend instead Mm -hmm. of about the relationship. I think that's because relationships are so sensitive, Yeah, you know? And so I think making it about the person and are they okay? Your friend, you know, I will add that I think it's different, also just different standards for relationships. You know, I know our parents' generation and maybe our grandparents' generation, I think they had a lot of, not to say complacency, but they just agreed to just be in this safe, certain relationship together that they maybe know is not ideal. Like in their clearest moments, they know that it's not ideal or they know that it could be great. It's almost just like the time, it's it's like a little bit, what's that book called? It's like good enough to stay or like it's like good enough to stay, bad enough to leave or like something like that. Not bad enough to leave. Not bad enough to leave. Yeah. Not good enough to stay. (laughs) Right. And we know that just human nature, we, a lot of us just crave certainty. So Mm -hmm. even while we know, we might even consciously know like, Hey, I know this is not ideal, but I, the, the unknown is way scarier. Yeah. At least this is familiar. At least this is a person sitting across the table from me, you know? And I, I think I might have probably not probably, but maybe have fallen into that camp 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Now I won't just because of being out of my marriage and being on my own for such a long time and seeing myself being able to do it myself. I won't settle, but I think I might've, you know, before I had that experience and before I had that confidence and that security. And so it's a different standard. So who's to say that my standard is better? My standard is mine, True. you know, and someone and everyone else is entitled to their standard. And so I do sometimes catch myself being judgmental Mm -hmm. and that's something that I'm really trying to like stop doing because it's just not fair, you know, to my friend who I really do want to support. But it can be hard sometimes to be on the outside looking in and going, oh, like you're just gritting your teeth like, oh, I just want this to be better for you. Yes. But that's really your agenda. And you know, it's interesting. You're so right, especially looking back at our parents' ages and and I've heard so many people say, my parents should have gotten divorced years ago. They shouldn't be together. But they're, it's like now they're going, oh, they're in their 60s, their 70s. Like, they don't why? give a shit yeah. about anything. <laughs> What's the point of starting over now? Like, you're not going to go on Bumble at 86 years old. I mean, maybe you are, but. When I hear about people doing that, I'm literally like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. They're like been married to someone for 45 years and then they break up at like 75. And I'm like, amazing. Speaking of, like, Melinda Gates and oh, Bill yeah. Gates, are they going to just be on Bumble? There's been so many memes and jokes about people <laughs> crawling in their DMs. They're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, all right. Oh, you know, I'll take that. Uh, take that lifestyle. <laughs> no, it is a tricky thing. And I, you know, I'm trying to put my shoe, shoe, a shoe, the shoe on the other foot and thinking, how would I like to be approached if, um, you know, maybe I was in a relationship or like I wasn't being treated right. And I think it does matter who it comes from, what they're saying. Uh, there's a lot of things because I can definitely see that I could, certain people, if they said something to me, I, it would be defensive and I'd be like, 
screw you, your relationship isn't great. So why are you telling me? And there's other people who I respect and value their opinion. And I would take it to heart and go like, thank you for bringing that to me. That's something to consider. And maybe even really consider ending a relationship if that was really something serious and someone I respected. So I think the relationship does matter and how much you respect and value that person's opinion. Yeah. How much credibility they have in your mind. You know, there is a risk though. I mean, let's just say you decide to say something to your friend and it comes from this place of like love and caring and want to be supportive and really wanting the best for them. Again, not your business, but say you do it, you just can't not do it. Mm -hmm. And the problem, I mean, there's a couple of problems, like they could hear it, but if they don't, unfortunately they just are going to stop talking to you about their relationship. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, like if I ever felt like you were not wanting to talk to me about, you know, stuff with with Jeff because you felt like I was going to judge you, that would break my heart, Mm -hmm. you know? So I I think it's, and also just decide like, okay, is this really a problem or is it just personal preference? You know, like you and I are so close. I could easily be like, you know, Jeff's not for me, but it's not me. It's not my relationship. You know, like he's amazing for you. And I'm always looking at like how he treats you. Yep. Does he step up? Does he want to provide? Does he want to be that rock for you? Does he like, you know, and he does like, and, and so I really respect him about that, but I need to see those reps. And so back to the beginning of like, if you don't have the reps with your friends, Mm -hmm. you know, partner or whatever, you might be a little skeptical. Like, who's this fucking guy? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's true. You do wonder because you're like, all right, I trust my friend and I think they're going to make the right decision. And I'm sure the person's going to be cool. But But also I need to approve. (laughs) Right? Like, what about me though? I felt like that my very, my best friend growing up, um, we went, like we knew each other since we were in sixth grade, I guess. And she, she was 19. I was 18 when she got married and I didn't meet her husband. She, she was, they were doing long distance. And so I remember being so upset, like first off, because we were you? so young. Yeah. I was like, why would you do this to us? We're supposed to be single together. <laughs> we're supposed to do all these things. And like, now you're going off and getting married and I don't even know this you ruined guy. both of our lives. Oh my God. She did ruin both of our lives. Like <laughs> Nicole, listen, I'm still upset. No, but <laughs> like now they've been married 20 Oh, 21 years this year, like longer than before they, she was 19. So they've been married longer than she was alive before that, which is crazy. But I just remember feeling that way at 18 years old, like you can't do this to us. Like he's not in our circle and he didn't get brought in the right way, (laughs) but we do. I, I think no matter what age you are, um, I think just the maturity has changed, like maturity wise. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But I remember being very upset at the time. And I, you know, I think that could still happen. It still happens with friends who were like, wait, though, how, like, how'd you meet? I need to know the whole story. At least give me the whole story. How'd you meet? <laughs> <laughs> are they cool? What, you know, do they like the office? I don't know. What do they watch on TV? Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think let's just say you, um, things do go sideways. You're like, I fucking knew it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they get married and you're like, this is not a good match. I fucking knew it, you know? And I think in a high level, I always just go to everyone deserves to have the full experience. And that's so hard because you want to save, like I'm thinking like you want to warn and prevent and like, I know this is going to end badly and let's just, you know, like let's start, like let's avoid heartbreak and all these kind of things. Oh, there's kids involved. And like, there's so many reasons why, but I'm also like, that's the mess that everyone deserves to have. And we hate it for ourselves 
but I can look back on some of the biggest messes I've had and I am grateful now. Now I couldn't in the moment, obviously, but later on I'm like, yeah. And so why would I deny someone else that experience? Same. I remember Lori Harder at uh, the Bliss Project. She said, you can't rob someone of their rock bottom. And that always stuck with me um, because so many of my rock bottoms were my like transformational moments and times. And nobody, nobody could have saved me from that. And I'm sure they would have wanted me to. You never want to see anyone struggle that way. But you also have to trust that they can figure it out or not. And that's not for you. Or just and be there when they do need yeah. help figuring it out. You yeah. know, you, you might have that in the back of your mind. Like, I fucking knew it. But you, if, you're, if you say that you're their friend, you're going to be there for them when they need you. Yep. It's hard. It's hard to let other people live their lives. <laughs> you want to live their life for them. But that's not what lives are about. You live your own fucking life. We're going to start a new game where you can <laughs> submit your relationship to us and we'll grade it. <laughs> Are you going to get an A? Are you going to get a B? might get a D. Hey, I like getting the D. could use that. Yeah, but there's a cutoff. <laughs> if it's below a B, get rid of the guy. <laughs> get rid of the person. Is it on like a... Um, it's vibes. It's only energy. Oh, okay. Yep. We have to, right. You have to come hang out with us Yep. for 48 hours. Yep. And then we'll tell you everything that's fucked up about your partner. Mm, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, we, uh, Jeff and I had this idea. I don't know if it was during quarantine or not. Kind of as a joke. But we were like, we should be breakup coaches. And not like there's breakup coaches that help people get through a breakup. But we were like, we'll break up for you. We have like a done for you and a done with you option. <laughs> so we're like, okay, if you don't know how to break up, like you have a hard time letting someone off the hook, we'll like write a script for you. We'll help you, you know, plan it out, send the text or whatever. Or if you're too scared to do that, we'll do done for you. So we'll like show up to their work or something and be like, hey, your chicks, she's out. Like she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. So she blocked your number. We're just here to tell you. <laughs> it's the upgraded post-it note from <laughs> Sex in the City. I got broken up with on a post-it note yeah. by Burger. There we go. Nice. So how much know, is that service? Well, it's, um, we have to set up a strategy call first to see, you know, it's, it's contingent on how much work we're going to do, but you know, we try to make it affordable. You know, what's really interesting <laughs> is I, you know, have a, a few, I don't say close friends, but acquaintances who I know of who have shared this with me, especially because we've been talking about a lot of infidelity and stuff on the podcast. And over the years they've said, I have felt stuck in relationships and I cheated so that I could get out. I think a lot of people, do. I didn't know how to get out. I had a relationship that I knew wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But I cheated because I, I was like trying to get caught. Looking back, I was trying to get caught. Yeah. I think that's a very common thing. Or I hope my partner cheats uh-huh. so that I have an excuse to leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I, I think that's more common than than you would think. Because I think it is hard to break up. I think sometimes it's really scary or you don't want to hurt someone, which is the irony is because they're going to be really hurt if they find out you're cheating. But it's like, it's so hard to have that conversation. And we talk so much about hard conversations. Isn't it interesting how we would rather just betray someone and hurt them than just have a conversation and hurt them? It's so wild. But I think sometimes, you know, and maybe you know this about your partner, is you know you're going to have the conversation about breaking up and then they're going to beg you to stay and say why. And maybe you're just like, then I'm going to stay and I don't really want to. Mm -hmm. Like you've already decided in your mind that it's over. So let me just. Yeah, it is So you do something. And I, to be honest, I have a feeling that part of my ex was that it was like maybe he felt he needed some way out and there was no other way like subconsciously I don't know if he consciously thought that but I think that's probably a big subconscious thing of like I don't know how to get out of this or I don't know how to end it and they know like that's one way that it's gonna end and there's no coming back from that yeah or there might not be yeah so anyway like what would be uh, and like I guess last thing I'll ask is 
how do you know if your relationship is good though? Like what's the, like, how would you know, like when you're looking at maybe someone else's relationship and again, we only have a snapshot, mm-hmm. but like what things, when you say, ah, that person's not good enough, mm. what are some characteristics? I think disrespect. Mm-hmm. I think not stepping up is a big one for me. Like both people not stepping, like one person. No, not stepping like up I need my friends to have, I want my friends to have partners that hold it down for them, mm, like yeah. hold it down for them in t- tough situations, yeah. you know, are secure, are yeah. confident. That to me is really important that like they show up because I have all my friends are really strong women. Yeah. You know, they are. And I have obviously really strong male friends as well, but that I know that they're strong and I'm like, dude, you better fucking step up. Yeah. This is, this trick is amazing. Like yeah. be there, like be on the level. Yeah. I think for me, it's, that's, I guess the, what I would say is be on the level, like show the fuck up. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think everybody's definition of what a good relationship looks like could be very different. And I, I've changed a lot of my ideas of relationship after dating because there were times I was dating not for a quote, long-term relationship so all I needed them for was a hookup a good dinner like be fun (laughs) be fun be our friend be local kind of thing (laughs) but you know really simple there was no high expectations because there was no long term down the road so you know if you were if you're with someone in a long-term relationship I think you're right I think I like to see that of like stepping up showing that the person is there for the other person like it's not just a selfish one-sided relationship um it's relationships are a lot about sacrifice and sometimes putting your own needs on the back burner. So someone else, so you can support someone else. Like honestly, this stuff going on with my mom, um, you know, like Jeff has had to put a lot of his personal things aside just to show up for me. And it's not fair to him. I know that I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could do this. Like if you're, you would, but yes, but it's like, it's a lot, it's a lot too. And, and I don't require it of him, but I do appreciate it a ton because I'm like, he doesn't have to do that. So I think being able to put your needs aside for not forever, like it's relationships are two way. Like, and I think it's interesting when people say you, you come out of a relationship 50, 50. I don't think it's that way. I think sometimes somebody's all in hundred, 120 and the other person can't give as much. And you and I, even with the podcast, you know, we've, yep. we've had to go, Hey, I'll record while you're launching or you'll right. record while I'm watching. And like, we have to give and take, and we can't always give an equal amount. So I think, you know, a good relationship is people can give and take and also like be able to step up and give extra and put their own needs aside. Um, I I don't even know if I've told you this. I mean, I obviously love Jeff and I've really liked him since day one and he's been really great to me. And like, I feel like he even steps it up for me when I need something from him. And that's, that's been really great. But to see him with your mom, like solidified that shit. Yeah. I was just like, this is like, this dude is it. Like he's stepping the fuck up. That was, that was a big thing for me. That was like fuck and and I guess too because even to compare my ex-husband when we were going through my grandma stuff he just didn't you know he did for a time and then it was like when it was too tiring I was like yeah okay I'm done so yeah I think the stepping up um I think just and respect like you said respect is a huge piece showing respect to what the person does and who they are you know I've seen a lot of my girlfriend's relationships strong women and they are with a guy who is a good guy in a lot of ways, but then very disrespectful in their work or like putting down what they do almost like they're threatened. So I don't like seeing dudes that are threatened by strong women, like with them, like you need to respect what they're doing. No, no, respectably fucking celebrate. Like, you know, like edify, like your, your chick is amazing. Like I can be proud. 
Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, obviously, it's super subjective. Like, the, yeah. the, the, rela- the like, question of what makes a good relationship. But at least that's what I look for. Yeah. For my friends. Yep. And ultimately, the the bottom line is, is like, are they happy? Yes. You know? Yeah. It's like, And then sometimes good, you're like, but are you, though? <laughs> that's where the, that's where the <laughs> that's caveat comes You're like, you're like, you say you're happy, but... Uh, but again, different standard. Yeah. You know, yep. like what might be my level that of happiness that I'm seeking mm-hmm. might be, or vice versa. I mean, my mm-hmm. friend is looking at my relationship being like, Jill doesn't, she's not laughing as much as she yeah. used to or something like that, you know? So yeah. it's always different standards. I wonder too. Um, so they say like there's set points in our weight sometimes, right? You know, you work with coaches and they're like, okay, we have this like diet set point. Like you're not really ever going to get below 150 pounds. Like you kind of just are there. And then I've heard about set points in um, finances or like you kind of hit this ceiling and you're never going to make over a hundred thousand or something. So I'm wondering about that in relationships and I'm sure it, it is a thing. So maybe you just observed your parents' relationship and there was a certain point where they were just okay. They kind of were status quo. They weren't that happy. And so we subconsciously, when we hit that level, we just, if we get too happy, we self-sabotage. There's actually yes. that book, the, uh, the big leap. Yep. They talk about that upper limit, like upper limit problem. So I think that that's something just to consider too, of like the, how much you let yourself even be happy or does des- feel you deserve oh, it. We need to do so. a whole separate episode on that. <laughs> totally. Like self-sabotage. <laughs> totally. Limiting beliefs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And how maybe we can, <laughs> we'll just coach ourselves up on that episode. <laughs> on the next episode where we coach ourselves. <laughs> so what the best life podcast is all about. That's it. Anyway, um, if y'all have some stuff to add, you can go to the best life podcast.com. Join our Facebook group. Curious too, like to share if you've ever found yourself with friends, either in a relationship that there was an issue and you brought something up and it worked out or if it blew up in your face, how did you repair the relationship or was it gone for good? I mean, there's so many ways things can go. And unfortunately, sometimes we have the best intentions that can totally blow up in our face and it sucks. Like I've, you know, you can lose relationships that are really good for you or that were really important to you um, because you're trying to be helpful and you end up ruining it yeah it's hard I really try and remember it's not about me that's what's hard is like when I'm getting a certain way I'm like okay now their relationship is affecting my happiness Mm -hmm. why is that Mm -hmm. you know and that's my job yeah that's my responsibility to manage yep so love to hear it you guys are always fantastic with your comments and stories and you know we like to know it's just not us so we're not alone we make these comment we make these podcasts so you feel less alone but I think it's really so we feel less alone (laughs) All right, y'all. We will see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.